friends, welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Poshmark, HelloFresh, and Quip. All companies and products I cannot wait to tell you about. All companies and products I use religiously. How you guys doing? It's really sunny in LA today. It was raining for weeks, but I'm in a sundress and I'm feeling fine. Well, I actually had to unzip the sundress because as it turns out, just to breathe a little while I sit here and record this intro, because it turns out I don't think I'm doing keto right. I talked about it on my podcast before, and you guys sent me some great tips. Uh, perhaps I haven't followed them exactly, but no, but I mean, I really haven't cheated. Like I, I'm doing it right. I just don't feel like I'm losing weight. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. It's just, you don't give me a diet that says you can have high fat and butter and cream and sour cream and things like that. And don't expect me to, you know, overindulge. Of course I'm going to. Um, before we get to the podcast, I want to tell you guys my tour dates. I hope you can make it. I'm really, really excited to be in Chicago and Nashville and Tempe. I will be in Chicago February 4th and 5th at Zany's Chicago, Nashville February 6th at Zany's Nashville, February 20th, 20th I'll be at the Tempe Improv. Those are all my out-of-town dates. You can get tickets at rachelbryancomedy.com. I'll also be at the Hollywood Laugh Factory on February 19th, and then I will be at Levity Live in Oxnard on January 30th. You can get tickets for all those on rachelbryancomedy.com. I apologize that those were all very out of order, but yeah. We got Levity Live Oxnard, January 30th, Chicago, February 4th and 5th, Nashville, February 6th, and Hollywood Laugh Factory, February 19th, and Tempe Improv, February 20th. Super excited to hang out with you guys and meet you guys. We'll be hanging out after the show, so yeah, can't wait. Really, really excited. Tell your friends. Let's have a good time. I also started a Patreon um, because I want to connect with you guys more. I want to grow this podcast more. I want to put out more content, and I want to get to know you better. I get a lot of emails and dms um kind of asking for advice relationship advice tips and things like that so i set up a tier on patreon where i will do a live google hangout um where we can chat you guys can ask me whatever questions you want get advice vent about things you know relationship advice job advice whatever i think it will be really fun and then i also have a tier where i will release a bonus podcast episode a week so Really excited about that. And my Patreon is www.patreon.com slash be here. Check it out. Patreon.com slash be here. Cannot wait to connect with you guys more. Um, What's going on in my... Oh, guys. I am super, super excited. Well, I'm excited about the podcast that's coming out today and the guest I will intro. But I am also really excited about the podcast I am recording tomorrow. Tomorrow... I am recording a podcast with um, hypnotherapist, hypnotist and hypnotherapist, and I guess therapist, uh, Joey Tabanella. Joey has completely changed my life, and uh, he won't name names, but I think I, I think I caught wind of some huge sick celebrities and stuff that he works with. Um, he works with everyone. He's a genius, and he, he really, really changed my life. And basically, what Joey does is he he's kind of tapped into like um the secret on steroids so it's not so much just the secret of like okay envision and make a vision board and it will happen he's researched 
the psychology behind all of it and how to actually actively do it. So it's not just, you know, there's people, there's people in the world that just follow the secret and they think like, oh, everything will happen for me. And then there's people that just muscle hard and really work hard and sometimes things don't happen for them. This is sort of like a combination of both where, I mean, he, he has crazy evidence in his own life, in his clients' lives of, of a full-on system of how you make this stuff happen. And sometimes it can only take like 21 days or three months where you just start to put your intention on what it is that you want and and the universe catches up to you. Like things just start happening for you. It's really, really cool. I know it sounds crazy, but he's going to explain it better and I know you guys are going to love it. So I'm so excited. That podcast will come out next week. Um, yeah, I mean, when it, he changed my life. He also gets you to get rid of like emotional blocks and things you've been holding on to. He is a, a prominent character actually in the script I'm writing uh, that I plan to win an Academy Award for. Don't laugh at me. I have set my sights high and I know it will happen. And part of the reason why I know and I feel like it will happen is when I was in one of my sessions with Joey and I was basically under hypnosis, I kept having a reoccurring vision of myself being there, them calling my name for the script I wrote, me winning. I know what it feels like to be there. I know what I'm wearing. I know what my feet feel like in my shoes standing on the stage. I know what it feels like to hold the award. I know what I say. And it wasn't even something I tried to conjure up. It just sort of happened. Like, I feel like I've already been there. I feel like it's already happened. It's pretty crazy stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Really excited. So that will come out next week. And, um, now for my podcast guest. You guys know her from Vanderpump Rules. You know her from Comedygate 2016, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, the the prominent moment of where her and I had, a, I guess, a tiff of sorts on Vanderpump Rules. But we've patched it up. You'll hear about it on the podcast. You know, I... I, d- I, uh, I did some soul searching and I I realized like kind of not my part in that incident, but my part in, um, you know, maybe why she didn't like me very much. Like I couldn't couldn't put my finger on it. And then when I really thought about it, I was like, oh, oh, that makes sense. You know, still don't go after my comedy. It's my life and my livelihood. But you know what? Water under the bridge. We don't care. Um, I really like her a lot. Uh, and I think you guys are going to get to know her a lot better on this podcast. I know that I got to know her a lot better and learn things that I had no idea about. Really cool, really down to earth, really motivated. The lovely Ariana Maddox. Ariana, thank you for doing this. Yeah, for sure. It's the first time you've been in my home. It is. Do it's you a feel weird home. about it? Thank you. I like it. It's an apartment, not a home. It's a home. You live in it. It's a I home. Live in, is that what constitutes a home? Yeah, it's not a house, but it's a home. Uh, home is where the heart is, <laughs> or wherever you make it. I right? used to have a thing that said "apartment, sweet apartment." That's good. Of, yeah, I like that. Dream big, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's also big, actually. So. It, it is. It's a nice size. It's a cute apartment. I love how how much my list, not my listeners, sorry, my guests always comment on my apartment, and then I get shy and I say that it's Persian because there's too much gold. It's not. It does not look like that at all. Obviously, I don't love gold. I'm not holding a gold pen right yeah, now. Yeah, what the yeah, hell? Never mind. I don't. There's nothing wrong with gold. <laughs> I love it. It's jazzy. <laughs> yes. Um. So I want to start off the podcast with a few quick fire questions, and then I have two pages of questions. I have. Oh but we can also just chat about stuff. You know. Yeah. I love a tangent. Ta- I love a good tangent too. Yeah. yeah you're. You know, 
you've been doing TV for years. You had a podcast. <laughs> you, you're used to. You got to lean into those tangents. Oh, I saw that you did. Um, you and Stassi did uh, the Watch What Crappens. We did. Was it yeah. fun? It's so fun. Those guys are so funny. They are hilarious, and they are so fun, and they are so. I feel like they're so funny because they poke fun at everyone, mm-hmm. but it never feels like they're like hurting anyone's feelings. Yeah, they're not mean about but it. But they find the funniest shit. Yeah. They're very comedic the mom- about it. And it's a, it's not stuff like, I don't listen to their podcast a lot. I've only listened to it a few times and it's not because I don't love it. It's just, I, it's hard for me yeah. to do podcasts too yeah. because I'm not at a desk yeah. or, or like in the car a lot. So yeah, I, I usually only listen to them when I'm in the car and and I do buy podcasts, so it's like I almost get like burnt out on podcasting and then listening to them. It's just sort of like too much yeah. of like whatever. But the times I have listened to it, the, the voices they come up the with voices for people make me laugh so hard. So funny. And yet you're right. They're not mean. They're not. No, I don't like straight up just making fun of people and mean humor. And stuff yeah, like I don't that. like that either because I feel like that's just, you know, why can't we all just be in on the joke? Yeah. But I feel like with the Crappens guys, they're just... I don't know. They what are they, elevated what are they, it. They're so funny. What do they say about you if you if you've listened to it? They don't. They don't do my. They don't do a voice for you me. You don't have a voice. No, that sucks. But um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago in the episode when I said I felt kind of tepid about uh-huh. something, they were like, "I feel like that's kind of like a." How Ariana always feels. I was just going to say, that's a great <laughs> way to describe you. You're just tepid as a person. Tepid. I'm One not quite in. sure yeah, how not. to feel about everything. Yeah. And if you don't feel like doing something, you don't do it. Uh, you're just nope. not. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if you're not into it, you're not into it. Exactly. It's very real. Yeah, they're hilarious. Okay, quick fire questions. Yes. What's your most used emoji? Oh, my gosh. Well, every time they come out with new ones, I feel like I find a new favorite. How do you I've know been, when they come out with new ones? When you do your um, update, like software update. Uh-huh. So I have to say, I probably use I like the, the lanyard on your cry. phone, by the way. <laughs> okay. So my bandolier broke, by the way, bandolier, if you ever, if you hear this, please send me a new one because they're expensive. Oh, and I'm a loyal customer of bandolier. Is that, and I was at a, a show and the a chain, lanyard? yeah. So the oh. chain broke, but I was at the alter ego, iHeartRadio show when it broke. So I used my lanyard to create a new oh. bandolier. I was getting the words mixed up. Lanyard's the Lan- thing you wear Landlier. around your neck yeah. when you are invited to something. Bandolier is the string that hangs off your phone? Yeah. It's huh. a and you put your cards in the back. Huh. I wanna come out I wanna work with Bandolier and I wanna make um this is me manifesting. Yeah, you heard it. I here. wanna make um like a line of my own bandoliers with bandolier. Okay. And be like so a bandolier, collabo. Wait, I'm confused. Is bandolier the name of the iPhone case? <laughs> Look, yeah, see. Okay, see it's, it's rubbed off because I've used it a lot. Okay. And then you put your your cards in the back got it and then it's a chain that goes from here to here uh-huh. and it can be like a messenger style it prevents me from dropping my phone and losing my phone okay and I like it. it was a gold chain honestly and I know you love gold. if they don't partner with you you love gold too i love gold makes me happy yeah look at me back yeah and if they don't partner with you after this free advertising then listen i, don't know I can talk about vandaliers all <laughs> day then you're not so doing something right i use the nail painting emoji a lot uh-huh I also use the crescent moon a lot, the crown, but I, I think the crying use, laughing is probably the one I use one. the most. Use nail painting emoji in a sentence. Where would that, what would that come after? Anytime I, nails any like kind lot. of like, yeah, sure, you could go for the literal, like just got my nails done to any sort of like brag or humble brag Oh, like mm, or okay. any kind like of it. like compliment to one of my friends. I put that afterwards. Um, very, very meta. Very like, I like it. Mm, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. I yeah. like where your head's at. All right. <laughs> what was your favorite subject in school? Um, 
I loved anything like arts and art and music. Okay. Music, theater. And then I also really liked math. I actually kind of liked math too. Because yeah. it was logical. Yes. You couldn't judge me. Like you couldn't. I, and oddly enough, I went to screenwriting school and became a writer too later. But I didn't like writing in school because I'm like, you know what? That's your opinion. Right. You know what I mean? With math, it's like, I got the answer right. Can't. Yeah, exactly. Can't I fuck feel with like math was an escape for me in that way. Yeah. Because all my other endeavors were mostly like creative or athletic and always being judged. Yeah. And math is like, you can't, can't judge, judge it. Me. Yep. Mm-mm. Either I'm, I'm either good or right bad. or I'm wrong. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Oh, by the way, what test and what, <laughs> what, <is> what? <laughs> what test did you take and how, um, how official is it that said you were Mensa? Because I took a few internet okay, tests. Okay, listen, I, I was few. junior Mensa. All I know, I don't know what I did. I was a kid and I got shit in the mail from them all the time. Shit. Yeah. And I, I just took a few online. I, they said I was Mensa. I have like, no idea. Who knows? I think it was something my mom was like, sure, yeah, do this. Yeah. And then I just started, I some, took some tests and I got stuff from the mail. And so that's it was kind literally of, all I know about it. It was kind of official. Yeah. Well, Stassi likes to talk about it a lot. She calls me Mensa all the time. I'm like, it was junior Mensa A and B. I have no idea what the fuck that even was. I kind of want to force you to take an online Mensa test and see what you would get now. They have an app. They have an app? Apparently, yeah. I know they have them online and I took one a long time ago and once I got Mensa once, I was like, must be that. That's got to (laughs) be accurate and I've never taken one again. (laughs) I'm sure it would say I was a No, just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. we're both Mensa we're so smart I just don't drop oh it as casually as you do <laughs> <laughs> I don't drop it other people drop it the only it's time I drop I've ever talked about the only time I've ever like try to like like insert that I was intelligent is when someone else was calling me dumb because then yeah. I got I would get like fr- I get frustrated when people try and like say stuff like that yeah so someone then called you dumb on the show well people will be like are you sure about something I'm like yes I'm not a fucking idiot that's exactly how Trust me, I've thought about things longer than you have before you're telling me this. That's why I'm so tepid normally. Because exactly. I'm thinking about stuff. That is so accurate. <laughs> That's hilarious. Listen, uh. I'd probably want to defend my intelligence too. Who knows? But I'm so self-deprecating. I'd probably be like, I don't know, I'm an idiot. Yeah, um, you can deprecate anything else, I guess. Yeah, why me. would I want to do that? Never mind. All right, <laughs> hidden talent. Hidden talent? I don't know what like that people just like don't know about it all. I don't know. The equestrian thing came out of it. Something like that. Maybe that some yeah, people didn't know before. I guess I sing, I dance. I I didn't know you sang. Yeah. Oh. And then I ride horses. Yeah. I can't sing. It's a nightmare. Do you it's like, <laughs> have you ever, did you ever want to pursue a career in that? Yeah. I thought I was going to do musical theater like with my life. I thought that was where I was headed. And then I realized that musical theater you know, on broad Broadway is exactly the same as anything else in yeah. the arts and entertainment world. Meaning if you're a name, you can mm-hmm. get in there a lot easier. I feel like musical theater would be a harder niche than just acting though. Because if you think about it, Broadway's you have to sing and dance one too. place. Yeah. But just the amount of roles there's got to be. Yeah. There's not, there's well, there's regional things and tours and, but can you make a living off of that? Well, you can, but it's hard. Yeah. It's a lot of work. For sure. But I love that shit. I love being on stage. I have to be honest. I hate musicals. They make me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, I don't trust me. Stassi loves them too. And she would like play them. We, we would go on vacation. I'm like, you're torturing me. Oh my God. I just don't understand. I feel like 
people in these musicals, they can just tell us their emotions. They don't need to sing about them. Right, but then you wouldn't have any music. You know... Then you could just watch a movie. A lot of movies have... Well, there's music that doesn't need to be sung in a way that breaks up you could be at a lovely dinner with someone expressing your love for them without getting up and dancing and singing to but a song. But that's all the fun. But it doesn't happen in real life, so it's hard for me to suspend my belief. So that's all about suspending your belief. I mean, that's Maybe what I'm theater is. I don't know. In theater you have to suspend your disbel- your uh, disbelief. Yeah. I don't know. It's just Okay, have you seen <laughs> Have you seen Pierce Brosnan sing in Mamma Mia? Yeah. Now, is that not the most painful thing you've ever seen? You know, see, that's, it, it is not, you know, he, he's okay. He's fine. He's, he's it's not doing good. it. Um, but he's taking it seriously though. Yeah. Well, which here's makes the thing hilarious. though. Here's the thing though. Pierce Brosnan is a huge movie star. Yes. And that's why he has that part. Yeah. He, he didn't get that part that. because he auditioned with a song and a monologue. True. Hence why, you know, if you can make a name for yourself mm-hmm. then you know you can kind of leverage that yeah to follow your dreams i just don't understand why pierce's manager agent wasn't like pierce <laughs> let's let's talk about this a little bit yeah. do you sing like have you ever done this before just because you're attractive but would you mean- say no i would yeah i would, I would <laughs> for me yes i did one um there's a there's a few um, stand-up shows they do now with the improv not the comedy just the improv where they mix like singing in with your comedy act um, like quick and funny musicals I or? haven't done that one but one's like the 88 show and then there's a few of them and I did it once uh, I wasn't great at it and I know where <laughs> I stand do you dance no no I just sang and it was oh. a song that we wrote together it was like a comedy song it was funny but it was like yeah well for me it's like my I have a terrible voice I mean I know who I am <laughs> well, I was gonna say you can always just like sing, or you could always just like dance and rap. I'm not a rapper or just either. I can dance. Though. I can tap rhythm. dance. I can tap dance. So there you go, tap yeah. dance and just speak in rhythm. There we go. And okay, which would golden. go with tap dancing? Let's get this girl on Broadway. Okay, so you that was that was that was one of my questions for later. What you really want to do in entertainment? But whatever, we'll go to that later. Oh boy, I am obsessed with Poshmark. I even started selling a few items on there. You guys can check out my closet. It's at Closet of Rachel. But I have gotten some amazing, amazing steals off there. My red designer purse I've always wanted. I just got a Theory kind of equestrian style blazer for a fraction of what it would normally cost. There's no reason to pay full price for things when you can shop from millions of closets across America and get amazing deals on brands like Louis Vuitton, J Brand, Rag and Bone, Reformation. They have everything. They have women, kids, and men. It's really just the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Just download the Poshmark app. It's free, and shipping is easy for both the seller and the buyer. Super fast, and if you see something you want, you can make the seller an offer. It's incredible. And I have an offer for my listeners. The listeners of Be Here for a while will get $5 off your first purchase if you just enter the invite code BE HERE when you sign up. That's invite code BE HERE for $5 off your first purchase. You guys are going to love Poshmark. Sure. Okay. What would be your last, your death row meal? Oh, my God. Anything you want. And I think you can have courses. Who knows, though? Yeah, courses, for sure. I've really thought a lot about this. I'd have to have one course that's just all the things my mom makes. That's very sweet. Yeah, like that's one course. Mm -hmm. But then I would have to have, like, 
I would definitely have to have a course that's all Mexican food. Love that. I would have to just have a giant bottle of Tabasco next to me the entire time. I love Tabasco Big so much. Big hot sauce person. Um, yeah, I love hot sauce. And then um, I would definitely want ramen. Like real ramen, not yeah, like ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real ramen. Yes. Um, I think that's it. It's like Japanese food, Mexican food, and my mom's food. What did your mom ba- make normally? Um, she's a very good chef. Really? Yeah. I, this, okay. My mom's a bit of like a, not food snob really, mm-hmm. but kind of. Okay. Like I never had, I didn't understand until I was maybe like 11 years old and mm-hmm. I went to a friend's house. What the fuck macaroni and cheese was. It's kind of how my mom was. Yeah. We always had real food. Yeah. Like real real home cooked meals. Yeah. Um, Hence why you walked into my house and I was slow were, cooking a pork. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my mom was always like trying new things that she would see in like food and wine magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or what was the other one she used to love and they stopped making it uh, gourmet magazine. Uh. Yeah. So she has these really fucking fantastic Meyer lemon roasted potatoes. Oh my God. That sounds They're so good. So good. Um, we had Meyer lemons growing in our backyard. So we had Meyer lemons Jeez. on a lot of things and what are you, they're what's so name? good. Uh, what's the Hadid's name? The lady. Oh, Yolanda. Yeah. Y- Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> Yolanda and I do share a love of lemons. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, pretty much anything that she would whip out, but I have to say she would do a homemade salad dressing and those potatoes fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then she would do like a maple something crusted turkey for thanksgiving oh my god so good i'm not pinpointing you as as much of a someone that enjoys cooking do you i love cooking you do yeah but i hate cooking just by myself i I don't like i don't like just cooking things for me it's not as fun i mean because i've been often on single for so long i've gotten used to it and i just enjoy like i don't know how to sit and relax like the concept of sitting and watching tv does not exist for me oh i i can sit I need to learn how. <laughs> it's a sad place to be in my head. Uh, and who I am as a person. But for me, like, cooking is relaxing. It is, like, yeah. my favorite thing in the world to do. Okay, so you like to cook. That I do. surprised me. I love I to learned cook. something new. Don't like to cook just for me. Do you cook for Tom? But I, I have, yeah. But we, at this point, you I hate our You guys have been together for, kitchen. like, six years? Five. Five. And yeah. your answer is, I have, yeah. Well, <laughs> so the problem is that as of late, we've both just been, like, we don't want to be in our apartment because yeah. we're looking at houses. And mm-hmm. so the concept of like going in that kitchen and cooking right now sounds like fucking torture. Yeah. Especially when you've seen like a kitchen with an island. Yeah. And, like, and yeah. I'm just like, Oh God, I just want to get in a real kitchen and be able to fuck around in there. Yeah. So. I'm very excited for you for that, but you I'm know, so you didn't want to talk about it cause you don't want to jinx it, but I think that's so exciting. I'm really excited. And but I, yeah, don't I don't know why it. other people on the show have not done it sooner. It's the smartest thing you can do. But whatever. Huh? I'm very excited for you. <laughs> um, okay. If someone were to play you in a movie, who would it be? Oh, shit. Now I got to think of one for you now, too. Oh, man. While you think of it. Oh. I got one. I have... Uh, it's like on the tip of my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? It's like if... I, what she looks like? <laughs> Yeah, well, I kind of feel mm, like I got another one. I kind of feel like Aubrey Plaza would really kill it, but she'd have to go blonde. Uh, <laughs> I actually feel very much myself like I have a similar personality to that, like very 
Eh, I feel like if Aubrey Plaza and well, I feel like if April Ludgate and Amy, and um, I don't know that is. from Parks and Rec, <sighs> it's my favorite show ever. I need to watch more TV. Okay, so April Ludgate is mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza's character. Got it. Mm-hmm. And Leslie Nope is Amy Poehler's character. Okay. And if Leslie Nope and April Ludgate had a baby. That's literally who I am. I could see that, actually. From what I've watched from the show, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, almost like, kind of like... You don't not, care, but you say, you kind of care. But it's like, it's like I don't care because I care too much. Yeah. Like, I'm too ambitious, and mm-hmm. so I don't, like... I get too overwhelmed, and then I'm like, okay, whatever. That's an interesting thing that you say that. I, 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 I can see that being a kind of coping mechanism of someone who's super ambitious because then your brain just starts going, you it's know? It's torture. Yeah. Yeah. I have that too, but I guess I, that's why probably why I don't relax, but I can see sometimes we're like, I'll make a list of about 75 things I need to do that day. And then I'm like, well, I can't accomplish all these. I guess I just won't do any of them. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. I have to, I have to every single day kind of force myself to like, at least just start with that one thing. Mm-hmm. And then see what happens after that. Yeah, that's what they say to do. Start with one thing or do one thing a day towards whatever goal it is yeah. that you have. Because at the end of a year, you'd have 365 steps there towards that one goal. <laughs> I'm kind of an inspirational speaker. I don't know if you know that. Okay. <laughs> you are. Um, last quick fire question. Is my stand-up funny? <laughs> you know, Rachel, I haven't seen it. I know. Just, <laughs> just wanted to throw it in there. It's fine. You'll come to... Why haven't you come to a show? Well... You're always in like Nashville or something. That's coming up, no, that's always. I've never been there before in my life. I'm going there. In I feel like every time I see a poster, like somewhere else. That's true. No, but I do perform a lot here. Well, tell us when you're gonna be here. Um. Well, I will tell my listeners now. Uh, when when am I gonna be here next? You know, I actually don't know. I'll have well, to think then about there that. you go. <laughs> I think Jane. No, that's in Oxnard. Whatever. Where is Oxnard? Like on your way to Santa Barbara, I guess. Mm. Like near Ventura, I think. I've only been there once but i think that's where it is okay i'll take your word um, for it and for my listeners and for anyone who's a vanderpump fan and knows uh i call it comedy gate what is it 2016 <laughs> um th- yeah so what year was that 2015 it was season four that's a long time ago so 2016 20 depending on when it aired before or after oh, what well, airs always like way later yeah no but i mean between yeah I guess I'm thinking about when it aired who knows but at first I was like Ariana's a horrible person that is so mean of her I was so hurt and then I thought to myself I was like huh maybe I did something (laughs) that kind of set her off and I was like what could I have done what could I have done let me think and then I was like oh Oh, I was with Chris and we brought Miami girl in. And then, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I was fully involved. In yeah, fully involved. Chased yeah. me into the back parking lot. Yeah. I didn't. What I, would we say I chased you? Well, I, all I heard was I the clip clop of heel, high heels behind me. Some really <laughs> out of style Giuseppe Zanotti's I was wearing probably <laughs> some platforms. Yeah, so I love I, a platform. Oh, I mean, not those ones. Not a platform with a stiletto. Those aren't in style anymore. No. Yeah, it's got to oh, be the, platform, Although platform. the YSLs are coming back. I bought a pair recently. I do have the I YSL have platform the pla- stiletto tribute. Tribute. Yep. yep. I have some, and I got them on sale a long time ago. 
So anyways, I apologize to Ariana because I was like, oh, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And so now I think we're, yeah, it's an even playing field, right? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I think I had some hilarious tweets afterwards that I tweeted to you. You did. I would invite you to a show. (laughs) But here's what was annoying is that they cut out the aftermath when you were like, dude, Kristen's spiraling. And (laughs) me and you were like commiserating with each other after that whole moment on the beach we were like, Kristen's spiraling right now. She needs to stop. And I was like, I know. <laughs> well, because I think, well, I was uncomfortable about that. I would get uncomfortable anytime anyone was fighting on the show. Like, this is yes. why I don't, I mean. I am always uncomfortable. Not that Vanderpump wants me on the show or whoever, and not that I want to be on it. But this is why I'm not good on it. I get highly uncomfortable when people start yes, fighting. And I do I too. like, pretend like I'm, like, disappeared. If I, if I don't move, then they won't <laughs> think I'm here. Um, so, like. It, it was like in hindsight when I realized like, oh, that was really mean or like that could have like really embarrassed me. So like in the moment, I didn't realize it necessarily. Yeah. Or like I was just so uncomfortable. And then when I rewatched it later, then I was like, I guess hurt by it. Yeah, I was hurt by it. But hmm, it's I'm okay. Sorry. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I don't know. It was more so just like, that's my fucking career, not this show. Like, don't shit on the thing that I'm trying so hard at. Yeah. Well, then I was like, well, this that's weird. Kristen doesn't do that anymore. Doesn't do what? Comedy? Yeah. Well, she wasn't. I mean, come on. <laughs> she, she she was participating in like the sketches and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I know for sure uh, I will never have them film my comedy ever again. It's never no. looked good. It's never worked out. It's no, always been I, awkward. Like no, I've regretted they, it every time. When I did the diary show, they, they I swear to you, they tried to say that, that I was doing comedy like 45 million times when I was filming my interviews, they'd be like, so what is the diary show? I was like, it's exactly that. It's you read your diary. You read your diary from, it's a storytelling show. You read your diary from the past. A lot of times it's funny because you were an idiot Mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Or sometimes it's like super sincere and you went through a really hard time. So like, it's not, it's not funny. Yeah. And like my diary was this whole, like, I thought, I came from a very Christian town. Yeah. I was like, they're going to find out that I'm, that I don't believe in God. Yeah. If I write things like I kind of like had this like secret, like fake life. Yeah. That I was like pretending Mm -hmm. for those people. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole like, Oh my God, look at when I was 17, it was so important for me to impress these people. Look Mm -hmm. at the bullshit I was writing down to try to impress these people. I went but to they I don't were like that being trying totally to what it act was about, like they were trying to act like I was doing a yeah. comedy act. Well, that's because they're just, you know, it's, it's a like, show. But I've been to many of those like storytelling or like diary type shows. And mm-hmm. that is exactly how they go. I mean, yeah, you weren't exactly a comic genius at 17 or something or even trying to no. get that. It's like you're you're sharing something. Yeah, exactly. Most storytelling shows have only a few laughs in them because you're telling a story exactly maybe there's a punchline here or there but it's not sure. it's not a stand-up act no and, and a lot of times stand-up acts are there's a lot of moments of silence before there's a laugh yeah well there should be yeah if chris rock says that that's like the greatest like test of like being a good comedian is if you can sit comfortably in the silence when people aren't laughing and then just know like you're gonna get them and make them laugh without like yeah. panicking and freaking out that's great yeah so anyways guys Ari and i are cool have yeah. you unblocked me from shit I don't know how to do that. Like Twitter, I think I know how to do that. But Instagram, I don't. Because I can't tag you in this. It's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. It's logistically a bit of an issue. (laughs) I got to do paperwork. You you have to like text me a screenshot and then I'll post it separately. (laughs) You just really want to hold out on that. (laughs) Um, 
So you talked about, uh, you know, growing up in a really religious area. So growing up, were you, was that like pressured upon you? Were your parents super religious? My parents weren't. I went to Catholic school, but the uh-huh. Catholic school that I went to was very now as an adult. And I hear about other Catholic schools and mm-hmm. I hear about a lot of the way that other people have grown up or other people have experienced it. My school was very progressive mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, I didn't realize it at the time. I actually didn't realize it until I went to public school for high school. And then I was surrounded by um, a lot of Southern Baptists. Okay. And I realized that shit, like my Catholic school was, you might as well have just said it was like a liberal arts school. Really? In comparison to going to public school based on a lot of people's beliefs Mm -hmm. so it was one of those things where I remember one time in a class I forget I think it was like maybe ninth grade at one point in passing conversation I said something about like I don't even think I believe in God and it was like the room stopped Mm -hmm. and everyone and I was like oh (laughs) just kidding just kidding (laughs) that was a joke yeah because it was like you're not you like weren't allowed to at least in that time I feel like being an atheist was something that like if you said you were an atheist well then you were automatically also kind of labeled like a slut Mm -hmm. or um lots of other things for some reason when I was younger and I didn't grow up in a super religious area but the word atheist I think I remember associating with like goth or something yeah yeah there you go yeah and Um, I didn't know that but my parents weren't my parents weren't all that I think my parents just wanted me to go to that that was a good my mm-hmm. Catholic school was a good school yeah and they just wanted me to get a good education but they weren't like we didn't go to church on Sundays I went to church on Fridays with my school mm-hmm. our class would you know, have to go to mass on Fridays yeah um, we very rarely would go to church on Sundays and that was another thing that we got judged for um, and I was like well I went on Friday like why do I have to go twice yeah fucking weird Wow, I see. I didn't grow up in that religious of an area, so that's strange to me. It's, the, it's, south, just, it's just yeah. the south. What yeah. part of is it? Florida? Yeah, yeah I'm from what Florida, part? Melbourne. So, uh, it's like the Space Coast, Central Florida. So I guess I just didn't think of Florida as being as like super hyper religious as somewhere like Alabama, oh, it or it is. Yeah. So did you I mean, feel maybe like not an, like Miami, but yeah. Florida is not like Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like an outcast because of that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So then during high school, I started going to Sunday school Mm -hmm. with a friend of mine because it was like, you know, people's parents would be like, I don't, I think that, you know, she's a bad influence or whatever. So I just kind of started faking it. I just faked it. Really? Yeah. Were you like a really good kid then? Like, did you I was an overachiever, Overachiever? hardcore overachiever. Did you ever go to parties or drink or anything in high school? I went to like a few, like a handful of parties, Uh but I wasn't really... I would say it was popular in the fact that I was so involved in everything mm-hmm. and people knew who I was because I was in their face every day. Yeah. <laughs> Were you class president? Um, I was in student government, but I wasn't class president. Mm-hmm. I did the morning announcements on TV. <laughs> um, I was in like every play and every musical. I was a cheerleader. I was a dancer. I was everything. I was literally fucking in everything. So, but as far as like, popularity goes as like getting invited to like parties and shit mm-hmm. it didn't really yeah you know I mean I wouldn't I guess I'm not thinking popularity but like were you just so focused on school like you didn't I was focused on everything yeah like from from the morning I also took extra period mm-hmm. so from the morning which they moved it used to be like at the end of the day and then they moved it to the morning before school started mm-hmm. so I would go to school like an hour before everybody else 
And then I would have like all of my practices and rehearsals and things Mm -hmm. after school. So it was maybe like nine o'clock by the time I was like at home doing my homework. That's crazy. Your parents must have been really proud or did they pressure you into this or was this all you? It was pretty much all me, but my parents, the one thing my parents did pressure me into was that if I got B's or I'd never got a C, but if I got a B, they were like, well, why? Yeah. Like, we know you can get that A. So like, what's going on here? Were your parents both academics or? Um, I actually don't know. I mean, yeah. I find well, them they both do to be work? intelligent, but <laughs> my mom works for, well, she just at six in her sixties, just mm-hmm. changed jobs and Ooh. got a re- raise. So you're like, cool. go mom. Um, but she worked for Harris company, uh-huh. which does a lot of government contract work and she does like the financial stuff for it. So mm-hmm. when they would be like launching a satellite, oh, wow. she did a lot of, she was ho- carrying off like billion dollar projects. And then my dad was Shit. a commercial roofing contractor. So he, uh, did the roofs for a lot of stuff at Disney and uh-huh. Universal Studios and stuff like that well, in cool. Orlando. Yeah. So your parents probably both went to college. No, I don't think my that. dad, I know my dad didn't. Mm-hmm. I think my mom, I don't think my mom graduated. Yeah. Cause I know that she was an English major, but I think she left before that graduating. Kind of crazy job. That's cool. Uh, yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, neither of my parents went to college, but they do well, but I mean, that yeah. wasn't as big of a deal back then, I guess. No, I feel yeah. like, they it was one of those things where maybe you were encouraged to but if you didn't it wasn't wasn't like now you could work your way up without it yeah yeah did you go to college yes yeah Yeah. did you know when you were growing up that you wanted to be in entertainment or did you think you were i I always knew i told my parents when i was like a little very little kid that i was that's what i was gonna do and then i started doing like theater and dance and all of the show choir Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and then um (laughs) <laughs> I got accepted to like an acting conservatory mm-hmm. program and my mom was like no you're gonna get a real degree mm-hmm. and I got oh, when you were in so, college you got accepted into it yeah I got uh-huh. so pissed I got so pissed what'd you do I went to a regular fucking college and got a regular fucking degree oh that sucks yeah and then oh, when cons- I moved oh, so out the conservatory was like a full different college it was okay. it was in New York I would have had oh, to move shit. to New York and so I was when I went moved in LA mm-hmm. and I've, I've always felt like I was like four years behind in the fucking entertainment game. Oh, just cause you went to college. Yeah, I don't cause know. I'm old now and you're I'm a lady. Old. You're not <laughs> old. My parents made me go to college before too. Um, I, I graduated in three years so I could hurry and get down here quicker. Oh, hell yeah. But, so I, w- I was young when I got here, but yeah, I wish I would have like, I wish I would have started when I was like 16. That would have been cool. Well, yeah. It's like, yeah. I wish I had the kind of parents that were like, fuck your feelings let's exactly let's make you a child star i mean it would have been nice i think i could have handled it you know part of me is like okay cool i'm well adjusted but i could be well i think it's i think it's worked out just fine for you (laughs) it's no secret that i love to cook and i love food i love everything about it but sometimes i feel like i fall off my healthy track and every time i do that that's when i recommit to hellofresh hellofresh makes achieving your 2019 goals as easy as enjoying delicious home-cooked meals with HelloFresh. They make conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes that are fresh, 
pre-measured ingredients, and easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards that are delivered to your door each week in a special insulated box. So sometimes I know my delivery is coming that day, but I can't be home for six hours. I know it's fine. It's in an insulated box on ice. Super easy. I just take the ingredients out. All meals come together in 30 minutes maximum and call for less than two pots and pans, so it requires minimal cleanup. So spend your time hanging out with friends and family and working on your career instead of spending time grocery shopping and meal planning and get out of your recipe rut you learn to cook different things different cuisines i love all of HelloFresh's mexican recipes and i'm super into their figgy balsamic pork right now i would have never thought to combine the two ingredients it's delicious and i have an offer for my listeners take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019 get 80 dollars off your first box by going to hellofresh.com slash be here 80 and enter be here 80 that's $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash BeHere80 and entering BeHere80. It's an incredible deal, guys. Let's get healthy in 2019 together. So you finished college and then you were like, now I can just go move to LA. I moved to New York and then I was there for a few years and then I moved out here. Just pursuing acting? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I had to have a lot of other, I had a lot of really weird jo- survival jobs, mm-hmm. but I was always pursuing. What's your weirdest one? Um, promoting cigarettes. What does that for mean? camel? Like, like, like I had to go like, to a bar with like this thing, and ask people for their ID, uh-huh. and like put their information into the camel system, I guess, uh-huh. and then I would give them like coupons for cigarettes. Wow, way to get people addicted. You know, to, hey guys, guess what? Promote, if someone ever asks lung cancer. you, <laughs> someone ever asks you for your ID, um, just like a PSA, and. We were told to tell people that we did not, that your information was not being sold to insurance companies. It is. So oh don't God, ever give your ID to a, to a cigarette promotional person. So that the insurance company can't fully cover you because now they know you it's smoke? It's not for you as an individual. It's like a statistic thing. That's fucked up. Yeah. Thank God you're saying that to people. I, do you think they even do that anymore though? Where they walk around like I actually people? don't know if they do that anymore. I've never seen that before. Ever. The big thing we had to push at the time was snooze. Snooze. My um, I know t- that term. Not a, not a lot of people know the term me. snooze. It's like yeah. Copenhagen or Chew. Mm-hmm. But I knew right what you were talking yeah, it's about. It's like little snooze. Pat, you were in like Florida pods. though, right? No, no you I was were in New York. York. Yeah. And they called it snooze there? Yeah, it's the camel snooze. I know. It just see- Oh, is that what it's actually called? Snooze? I mean, it's like their their version of it. But do they call it snooze? I yeah. Snooze was a slang term. Oh, that never mind. <laughs> I thought it was just like a hick term because I'm from a small town. That's oh, what they call it. There you go. But no. Yeah. So when you first moved to LA, you were straight up pursuing acting. Were you auditioning a lot or? I was uh, working as many. I started, God, I was very poor. Mm -hmm. So auditioning a lot. Yeah. I mean, I managed to get somebody to submit me for things. Mm -hmm. And then I was just submitting myself on like actors access and shit like that. LA casting it. Don't I know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That game. And uh, yeah, but it's uh, it's a tough thing. I don't know. I've always liked auditioning more than I've like, I don't like doing self tapes. Really? Hate self tapes. I think they can be kind of a burden because you're like, okay, so not only am I the actor, I'm also supposed to get the right lighting and get like a video and do all this thing. They can be beneficial though because you can do several takes. See, but the several takes is where I get worse. I've always felt like I get worse every take. I always feel like my first take. Maybe because you get more in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been really good at a cold read. Yeah because it, I have less time to worry about mm-hmm. it. So for me, it's like that self tape is 
just more and more time for me to yeah. marinate. And you mentioned you were an overachiever. So I could see you getting mm-hmm. way too in your head about that. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. So where along the lines did Vanderpump come in? And if I remember from that thing that they aired, it was like a little special about like the beginning makings of Vanderpump mm-hmm. and you were in Sheena's rehearsal thing and you were literally like hiding from the camera. Like yeah. it looked like you wanted nothing to do with no, the didn't. show. No, I didn't. And my, the guy I was dating at the time told me that if I was involved at all with the show that I was disgusting and a fame whore and he hated me for being friends with Sheena and the only way I was able to go and film that day is because I was like, I convinced, I was like, it was, it was also my impression because mm-hmm. I had never really filmed before. It was my impression that like they were going to be filming us rehearsing. So I was like, great, I'll be on TV dancing and yeah. I'm good at it. Yeah. And I'm, I'll be singing and dancing. That's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. And then when it was like, oh, now we're going to have a conversation. I was like, I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. A, B, my meter's up downstairs. And I have about $10 in my checking account. And mm-hmm. that ticket, I'm about to get 60 bucks. Yeah. So are you guys going to pay that ticket? Or can I go downstairs and fill my meter? Also, yeah. I'm here to rehearse. I'm not here to be on your reality show. Yeah. Um, and yeah. That, so that boyfriend was that controlling that? Oh, is that absolutely. the one you've talked about before oh, yeah. that was like same emotionally one. abusive? Yeah. yeah same one. Um, and then... You know, I was in, I started going to Leslie Kahn. Mm-hmm. I did comedy intensive there and then I was in ongoing. Um, and it was around the time that, I guess it was like season, not season two. It must've been after season two. I forget when it was. And I was like, okay, I've been asked multiple times like to be more involved with this thing. Mm-hmm. I Because you were working at, one of the restaurants I was working at Villa Blanca okay. and then Sheena was like just can you just like kind of you don't have to really be on the show mm-hmm. I just feel like if you're working at Sir maybe it'll be I'll have a, at least a friend and mm-hmm. I was like okay well I mean I can do that I just I don't really know how I feel about being on the show mm-hmm. and so then I asked my acting teacher and she was like why not do it and I was like, well, she was like, are you involved with that guy anymore? I was like, no. She was like, so who's, wh- so why wouldn't you? So like, what, what is it that's holding you back? Yeah. And, and I was just like. you're saying it to you, that, yeah. that's a good vote of confidence. Because a lot of people's reason for not getting into reality is they think like, oh, it'll ruin my chances of an acting career. No, but- she was like, you take every opportunity that you have in front of you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. And. I definitely felt more free and more, um, you know, I didn't have somebody telling me how I was like fucking gross, dumb, gross, whatever every day anymore. Oh, he absolutely was. (laughs) But, um, so yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, if she's saying it, then Mm -hmm. fine. She was like, I mean, is it honey boo boo? Are they going to be like, you know, exploiting you and making you look like something you're not. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. So, yeah. And originally it was like following people like, well, it still is sort of like pursuing like their dreams and stuff in Hollywood. Yeah. Whatever. Which is, I think, you know, I think they should always show what we're doing and Mm -hmm. what we're working on. So you were hesitant, but not like overly hesitant. You weren't like refusing. It was like, it only took like a little bit of like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was more of like, how do I make, how do I make sense of this for me? Mm-hmm. So what was your first impression of, so Sheena was your only friend in the group, right? 
Uh, Sheena and Tom were my only friends. I'd been friendly with, uh, like uh, when people would come into Villa Blanca, mm-hmm. I I you know been friendly with the rest of them. Yeah, but we weren't like hanging out back in the day. What was your first impression of all of them? Oh my god, that they were all fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> they would come into Villa Blanca and I would be bartending and then they would want like free drinks and they would be loud and they would be fighting with each other. And it was just like, I mean, it was every, everything that you would think. And yeah. I'm sure all of that would obviously is very entertaining on a television show. Mm-hmm. But when I'm bartending and I'm trying to keep things clean and close yeah. the place up so I can go home, I found it very annoying. So so then what part of you wanted to be involved in that? Were you like, shit. Or did you just think like, well, you know, maybe I can just be like the voice of reason. I kind of just thought like, you know, I'm just going to be me. And then I guess whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Do you ever regret doing the show? Um, No. Yeah, I would no. think not at this point. Uh-uh. The show's so successful. It's like. It's also like. You'd be crazy to There's obviously it. you you take the bad with the good, but there's a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Definitely more good than bad. How do you handle like mean internet trolls and that kind of thing? Or have you just gotten to the point where you just don't care? Um, oh, I, I always care. Mm-hmm. But I think what I find, I always th- think it's really fun to just make them sound stupid because mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them say shit that's just like really fucking idiotic. And I have a really fun time putting them in their place. When they write something really long, the thing is, is I can tell where it's going like three words in and I, they sat there and they wrote this whole thing. They really care. And then I don't even read it. I just delete it. I I, like, they really care. Like they thought that they put all Mm -hmm. their thoughts down thinking they're like really going to tell me something. And I'm like, nobody even saw that. What a waste of your time. I guess that's a good comeback. Just delete it. Literally no one saw it. I didn't even see it. What you just wasted so much of your time trying to tell me some shit it's that I didn't care comeback. about. Not a bad one. <laughs> so it doesn't necessarily get to you because you just don't even really read them. No. Oh, I read. I like to. Um. I I found that like on my Instagram or my Twitter, like I'll recognize people's screen names that like I've interacted with before, and almost mm-hmm. we almost have like we have a lot of fun on my Instagram page. Yeah. I feel like we're friends and we have fun and like. I engage a lot with people who comment on things and I really enjoy that. Mm -hmm. But it's like when you're being negative, a lot of times it's just like you have no place here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a good way to put it too, where it's like you want your, your, your Instagram page to be like positive and I'm cultivating my world here. Yeah. So why would you let someone mean infiltrate? Yeah. Like you're not part of this. I want to delete clubs now. You can't be a part of this page's fun. There you go. Do you block people? (laughs) Oh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, so it's like a little like ooh, yeah. Falls feels good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really do it that often. But I don't I mean, I don't have enough of a following to get like a ton of mean stuff. And I'm also not on the sh- you know what I mean? So there's like yeah. there's no what are people gonna say, you know? Besides yeah. like the random mean like I'm ugly or something and I'm like, actually I am not. So <laughs> that is you are incorrect on that. <laughs> um, yeah. What's your best advice that you've gotten to date? Uh, it can be in life or in the entertainment industry. The best advice. Okay. Um, again, same acting teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you go to like the deli and you take mm-hmm. your number and then you wait and they call your number and you go get your shit. Mm-hmm. As far as entertainment goes, it's like we've all taken a number. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people leave before their number is called. That's kind of the coolest advice I've ever heard. Just don't get out of line. 
That's the Don't greatest. Leave. Say it one more time. <laughs> I liked it so much. You take, it's like, a, it's a metaphor. Don't get out of line. You mm-hmm. keep your number and you stay and you keep doing you and you keep working hard and don't leave. Don't get, don't, don't leave before your number is called. Honestly, one of the greatest pieces of advice I've ever heard. Oh I God, love that's that great. so much. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't make it up, but you know. Whatever. You're passing it along. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, what is your ultimate goal slash dream career-wise, life-wise at this point? Because you've done a lot of it. I mean, you know, Vanderbilt Rules is incredibly successful. You guys have done so many things that you probably never thought you would before. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to like rule the entire world. Okay. I think that I should be in charge. So um, that mean president? <laughs> yeah, sure. Of like the world. Okay. Just kidding. Um, I want to be a fucking, I want to own like an empire. You know, I ha- I feel like I have my, my hand in so many pots and mm-hmm. I just want to see them all, you know, all these seeds that I've planted mm-hmm. grow into beautiful trees. That's cool. So you, what kind of like, like business ventures are you working on? I'm working on a skincare line, um, Face Elixir, with my friend Katie Cazorla. She's... I know who she is. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a, sweet. She's amazing. awesome. Um, and then um, writing cocktail book. I want to have multiple cocktail books. Um, I want to have... I still always remember that cocktail you made for Katie's wedding with those... I loved those things. Oh, remember my God. The buzz sour- buttons? Yes. Those were so yeah. fun. <laughs> we have those at TomTom now. <sighs> I, I say we. There. But Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of influence over them. I do. um i want to live in a i want to have a beautiful home i want to be able to um i want i have i have a lot of ideas that are kind of on paper that i would hate to try to describe right now and Mm -hmm. fucking botch it yeah um but i just i want to be i want to write my own music i want to put that out um i want to develop tv shows for like either for my i don't necessarily want to even be in front of the camera Mm -hmm. as far as that goes I have just so many things. I, I again, overachiever. Yeah. It's like I, I get it, and it's a long list of things. But I feel like if I just keep putting effort into all of those mm-hmm. things, I'm gonna make it happen. It's better than not having any ideas. Like that creates a really full life to be that excited about that many different things. And you know what? If an if an idea doesn't work, it's like whatever. Move on to the next idea. Yeah, certainly or not keep a big plugging deal. Away. I'm not take on, your number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> New Year's resolutions involving career and jobs are super important, but sometimes our health falls to the wayside. And starting a healthy routine and sticking to it are two very different things. Inevitably, we all skimp on that full night's sleep, skip a workout or two, or we brush our teeth with a tired old toothbrush, and most of us don't realize how bad that is for you. We're not perfect, but we can do better. Inquip is a better electric toothbrush that can help. They have sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. I personally have really sensitive gums and I would find myself being too abrasive with my brushing and it wasn't making my teeth any cleaner. It was just hurting my gums. But Quip has changed that for me. They have brush heads that are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5. That's a friendly reminder when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral health. 70% of us are using old worn out bristles that are ineffective and frankly pretty gross. That's why I love Quip. They just, they keep me on track and they keep my mouth feeling clean and my breath fresh. It's no wonder that Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. And they're backed by 25,000 dental professionals and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. I just love Quip. I love feeling like my mouth is clean and I also think it's super chic and cute and it travels well and you can wall mount it. Everything about it, I love. That's why over 1 million 
Happy, healthy mouths do too. And Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash be here right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. All right, this is just for my listeners. Quip starts at just $25. So if you go to getquip.com slash be here right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash be here for your first refill pack free. So... Do you believe, if you believe in the concept of the one, maybe you don't, but to, if you do, do you believe in the concept of the one? No. No. So you think people can have many ones? I think people could have many ones. Yeah. I think that there might be, you know, in the billions of people on this earth, there might be one person that you are the most technically compatible with and Mm -hmm. you might never actually even meet that person Mm -hmm. and even if you do it's like well guess what i'm in love with this other person so like who even cares yeah you know so well i guess the closest version of that do you think that is tom sandoval for you yeah yeah so that's so cute yeah you guys have seemed to have a very good relationship oh thanks i mean very normal yeah you know I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's happened. I don't see you guys do it in person and I don't watch the show enough to know if you guys do it on the show, but we, I think a lot of times our fights happen because one of us is hungry mm-hmm. or yeah. one of us yeah, is makes me angry. drunk uh-huh. or one of us is tired. Yeah. Those, those three things I feel like are the start of the majority of our arguments. Yeah. Do you still not want to get married? No, I just, don't. Just because I don't see the point. I mean, I guess what's the difference really? Yeah. I don't see the point and I also don't think of it as, you know, to each their own. I mm-hmm. want everybody to do whatever makes them happy. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't really see it as this like big wonderful romantic thing. Mm-hmm. I think I see it as like a money pit and this kind of you like, that. you know, we've gone through our relationship to this end. Like mm-hmm. it's some sort of like we made it to the ending. Yeah. But I'm like no the ending is like when you die. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's more of, I'd like to work towards that. All right. <laughs> I've never been super into weddings myself. I mean, I don't like, want to die, never, but. Yeah. Well, I like going to weddings. I mean, I like attending them, but I've never been one of those people that's like thought about my wedding day. I have no mm-hmm. idea what the dress I'm, I, it's probably never crossed See, my mind. The thing is, is I love a theme party yeah. and I love like, like the, I like looking at like, oh, the decorations are beautiful, yeah. but I'm like, that could be anything. So, you yeah. know. See, I'm not even into that. Like, I can't plan my own party or anything. Like, I just, I'm just not super yeah. into the planning of things like that. I don't know why. Yeah. I just sort of. It also feels like when you have a wedding, it has a lot of pressure. I don't people looking and at And it's me. a lot. Yeah. I feel like it's more about you and that other person, mm-hmm. too. And a lot of times, from, I've been a bridesmaid in a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. And I love, an on, I, I love all of those girls so much. And mm-hmm. I love... I love every single one of them. And I watch them on their wedding day be so stressed out about other people. Yeah. And about everything going according to plan Mm -hmm. and everything looking right. And it's like, I just want them to be able to relax and have fun. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it becomes this other thing. Totally. You know? Except for Katie. The most relaxed bride ever. Oh yeah, Katie was just like... I've never seen someone more chill. Yeah. Even she's more, chi- she was more chill on her wedding day than she is at a, just a basic day. I feel like like it was, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. I feel bad for Sheena because she was so chill during the pr- planning process uh-huh. and that ended up biting her in the ass. What? Like, I feel like during the planning process, yeah. she should have been more like, no, 
this is how it needs to be, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then on the day of been able to chill. Yeah. But she. Oh, I see what you're saying. The she day was of very, it was like sort of. Yeah. It was like everything's going wrong because I didn't. I wasn't strict enough yeah. in the planning process. Yeah, that makes See, I don't want to go through any of this. I don't want any none of that. None of it sounds I literally want to me none of that at to happen. all whatsoever. No. Um, we'll wrap up soon, but I want to end on a few more questions. What is a daily routine for you? And for my listeners, I'm sure they would be curious to know like your beauty secrets. Oh, um, I am a, uh, not a creature of habit or routine. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. Um, if I have somewhere to be in the morning. I get up early in the morning. I grab a Celsius. Mm-hmm. Celsius. You love Celsius. Oh my God. <laughs> I like them, but I get nauseous on them sometimes. Well, do you, do you drink it on an empty stomach? Probably. Don't do that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah that might be it. <laughs> Don't might be do it. that. All right. Um, and then, you know, depending on what I have to do, I'll go to Burbank. I'll ride my horse. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to fit in another workout. I'll try to, you know, open up my planner, see mm-hmm. what's going on in the planner. Can't <laughs> live without my planner. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm all over the place. Sometimes it's like if I don't have anywhere to be until two o'clock, then I'm just going to hang out and chill until nice. two o'clock. Yeah. You know, it's a crazy. Well, all you guys don't get schedule. a lot of off time. So like uh, during like the non-filming time yeah. and the non-press time, it's like. Yeah, if I, sometimes if I just have a day, I'm like, I'm just literally going to do nothing. I really need to learn how to do that. <laughs> it's not a do skill I have. No, I don't. I don't know the last time I like laid around for an entire day. Do you like um, it's almost never happened. Do you craft at all? No. Well, no. crafting for me is like cooking, too. Yeah. See, I cook. I work. I think about working. I think about but ways that's I can great. Improve. That's productive. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. But that's actually like great. Not a lot of downtime. But then yeah. I, but then I get up. I'm like, I don't go to an office. Like, what am I doing all the time? I still don't know what I'm doing all the time. Yeah. Emailing, thinking about ways I can be better, cleaning, pacing. That's, I don't know. That's great. I'm insane. That actually sounds pretty great. Well, yeah. Do you run? Uh, no. I, I mean, I, I go to like workout classes occasionally. I started running outside, mm-hmm. and it's it's like in West Hollywood. It's really nice to go for runs outside. I was doing a lot of walking. Like oh, I would yeah. walk everywhere. So, so it's a really like good nine miles like, thinking a day. time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little excessive though. The nine yeah. mile ones. Oh, so yeah, what are time. what are your beauty secrets? Beauty secrets, like um, go to products. Um, well, hopefully soon I'll be having my own sheet and gel masks that everyone can get get in on. I love those. Um, I love them, and I'm just really big on exfoliating. That's that kind of like that the one. number one thing that I do. I get um, hormonal breakouts sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's always I don't like think I've ever seen you have a breakout down here. Well, I have a zit right here on my chin right now. Weird, I can't see it. Oh, well, I put concealer on, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's for me. It's just all about exfoliating. I yeah, feel like that. I didn't do that for a long time, and I've been doing it for over the last like year or two. And I'm like, oh, this does like so much for your skin. Yeah, because you have to get the dead cells off, and yeah. What do you use for your skincare, like your creams and stuff? Um, I bounce around a mm-hmm. lot. I Right now, I've been using a lot of Mario Badescu. Um, but I kind of, yeah, I switch it up all mm-hmm. the time. Um, I like to, you know, see what's out there, I guess. How about diet secrets? How are you always so skinny? Uh, a, I'm not. B, <laughs> uh, I kind of just think of everything in moderation. Yeah. So you never diet? No. Um, a lot of people are into like the keto thing. I'm doing it right now. Oh, nice. How's it going? I mean, it's fine. I have a lot of energy on it, which is oh, good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that's yeah. like half the reason why I'm still doing it. Yeah. I've always just thought like, listen, as long as you're getting enough fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and, you know, 
sure you can have like fried food or red meat but every i keep it to a minimum yeah you know i feel like you might have a fast metabolism too like you've always been tiny it seems yeah well i'm also like pear shaped Mm -hmm. so it's you can i can hide it okay because it all goes to my butt and my thighs okay that's a good place for it to go Oh, it's a good place when you wear pants all the time. Okay. What yeah. do you mean when you wear pants all the time? You I don't wear like skirts. Highlight them more. I don't wear like skirts or like shorts, really. I've seen you in shorts. You're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I feel like you're always tiny. Like oh, you well, and thanks. Sheena are like freakishly small humans. Lala. Yeah. Just well, you know, I don't know. It's okay. I'm Not also short. Can... So it's like, yeah, I'm a small how person. How five, five. It's not that short. That's how tall I am. Oh. That's not short. That's average. Okay. Okay. Don't ruin my life about it. <laughs> um, let me see if there's anything else I want to ask you. Oh, when do you feel the most like you? Oh, the most like me. When I'm at a music festival. Ah, that's a great answer. Yeah. Great that's answer. Honestly, when I'm at Life is Beautiful in Vegas, that is when I is feel that like. Is name of one? Yeah. It's, my, it's the best one. What is it? Is it house music or? It's everything. I've never um, heard of that one look it up okay it's it's really great um when i'm at that music festival or you know yeah that's when i feel like my, my most like myself yeah, when i'm just like answer. covered in glitter and running around and dancing to all my favorite music <laughs> that's me <laughs> i don't know that i've ever been covered in glitter but i do love a good music festival or just a good concert yeah i went with my dad this last weekend to see bad company and uh, sammy hagar Oh, whoa. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Oh, yeah. I always go to the old man festival. I like so that's that. That's where I'm most comfortable. <laughs> around a bunch of old men drinking beer. That's Those awesome. Are my people. Yeah. I yeah. just went to the iHeart where I, I, the lanyard thing. Yeah. Um, and it was 21 Pilots, The Revivalists, Bishop Briggs, yes. Rise Against, Weezer, uh, The Killers, and Muse. Oh, it was the amazing. Killers. I'd love to see The Killers live. They were great. I've never seen them live. They were really good. Me neither. That was my first time. I love live music. Me too. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Tell everyone where they can find you. And if you have any, well, your product hasn't come out yet. So I guess you don't want to pitch that, but yeah, you know, hopefully I'll be, I mean, I'll talk about it on my page. Uh, mm-hmm. if, and when that moment comes, what if, <laughs> when, <laughs> duh, um, my Twitter is Ariana two, five, two, five, Ariana with one N spelled like grande. Um, and then my Instagram is just add another 25 on that. Two, five, two, five, two, five. Yeah. All right. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.